and if she has money enough to purchase one, Sibbert recounted. Henry Markheim, another chronicle of the siege, summoned up these new flavors as dog is not a bad substitute for mutton, while and that cat, as all the world knows, is often eaten for rabbit. The rich, on the other hand, made merry over their pâté du rat. Rat turned out to be pricey. Sibbet recorded that cat and dog meat was anywhere between 20 to 40 cents per pound, but that a plump rat cost 50. November heralded the closing of most of Paris's famous cafes and restaurants, many being replaced with government canteens, where poorer Parisians could get something to eat. The siege, however, was only half over. Sibbet's habit was eating rolls and hot chocolate for breakfast. But as December came, he began to suspect that the milk was being adulterated. For Christmas dinner, he had roasted horse meat, a small dish of potatoes, excellent wheat bread, and plenty of wine, while spending a guilty thought for the working-class Parisians standing in line for thin horsebone soup. But on the same night, in one of the still-open restaurants, a very different kind of feast was happening. The Christmas Day 1870 menu at Paris's Longon Voisson restaurant is famous. Emblazoned with the words 99th day of the siege, it is quintessentially French, many coursed and accompanied with some of the finest wines available. But a second look reveals some discrepancies. The starter was stuffed donkey's head, probably served cold with radishes, butter, and sardines. Intriguing, but not totally exotic. The soup course, however, is startling, a choice between red bean soup with croutons and broth of elephant. The zoos and garden parks of Paris had despaired of feeding their charges, and no one could think of a reason not to eat the animals destined for slaughter anyway. The unlucky elephant served at Voisson was likely not one of the famous siblings Castor and Pollux, displayed at Menagerie du Jardin des Plantes but a lesser-known zoo elephant exhibited at the zoological garden. Castor and Pollux were said to be killed post-Christmas. In any case, elephant meat was on stock at City Market on the 18th of December. There were still rodents on the menu at Voisson, in the form of roasted cat flanked with rats. Kangaroo stew and terrine of antelope and truffles also feature, as well as a poetic dish of wolf dressed with deer sauce. The blunt labeling of exotic meats was by government decree, with the government arresting anyone trying to pass their wares of dogs off as beef or venison. The result is disconcerting to see. The names of zoo animals, bracketed by the cooking techniques of fine French cuisine. The siege of Paris ended on January 28, leaving a demoralized city damaged from shelling and a starving populace. In mid-February, Sibbet noted solemnly that the domestic animals of the city were gone. Even of that symbol of Paris, the poodle, there was no sign. When summing up the end of the food troubles of Paris, Sibbet quoted a darkly satirical poem he had read, detailing the extent to which the Parisians went to survive. Kind patrons and friends, you smile at this food, but never till hungry can you tell what is good. Remember, I pray you, of these kinds of meat. We were eating to live, not living to eat. <laughs>